0: Hello, Kate Jones here, and this is the Love to Teach podcast. I am a history teacher, a middle leader, author, blogger, and now I am entering into the world of educational podcasts. Hello, and welcome to episode seven of the Love to Teach podcast. And today I will be talking about trying to create a reading culture in schools with teachers and leaders. Obviously creating a reading culture with students is incredibly important and as teachers we recognise the value of our students reading both inside and outside of the lesson for academic reasons but also for leisure as well and it's also incredibly important I think and I'm Sure, I'm very confident most teachers will agree with me that as teachers we are modelling that love of reading, that we are engaging with educational research, and there are so many books out there now that we can take advantage of. But I'll explore what I think a reading culture is and some strategies as to how I think schools can do this. Secondly, I wanted to apologize. You may notice the sound quality is slightly different today because I'm recording from a different location. Uh... It's a school day, but I wasn't actually in school today. I'm perfectly fine, but all the schools in Abu Dhabi were closed due to the weather conditions with the storm. So suppose it's the, like a U.K. equivalent of a, of a snow day, which is always quite fun, isn't it, for everyone, students and teachers? And then finally, I thought I'd give people a little update about my second book. So for anyone who's not aware, My second book is all about retrieval practice. It's called Retrieval Practice, Research and Resources for Every Classroom because I've tried to unpick the main... Um, findings in the research linked to cognitive psychology and retrieval practice, and the benefits of retrieval practice. And then there's lots of classroom activities and resources that I and other teachers have used, which hopefully will be of great use to other teachers too. So I finished the book quite a while ago, but it's now completed and gone to print. So the last few weeks have involved the editing process. There's been uh, teachers and leaders who have read the manuscript of the book and provide some reviews and endorsements. They were all very positive, much to my relief. <laughs> and then uh, Tom Sherrington, you might follow him on Twitter. You probably do. He's at Teacher Head. He's also the author of the book about the learning rainforest and Rosenchimes Principles of Instruction, he travels around the world training teachers, and I'm absolutely delighted that he wrote the foreword to my book. So that's that's really made me happy because I do learn so much from Tom Sherrington. So yes, very busy but very exciting times ahead too. <music> Firstly I thought I would just explain what I think a reading culture is. And this is just my opinion. It's not the definition of a reading culture. So do feel free to contact me and share how you view a reading culture. But I think a reading culture in schools with teachers is where teachers want to read about education. They do read about education, whether that's through books, blogs, academic research, Uh, we're very lucky that there's so much material available and then it goes beyond the reading it involves reflection colleagues recommending books sharing discussing books and actually implementing what they've read about and learned and putting that into practice and it can be quite difficult to achieve that actually and In my previous school, I met with the head of secondary. I'd been there for two years and the head of secondary, he was new. And we had this conversation about what is a reading culture and how do we achieve it? And actually, at that point when we had that conversation, I didn't really know. I knew that there was this reading culture online <laughs> on Twitter because there's so many teachers who post photos on Twitter saying, "Oh, this is my new book. Look what just arrived. I've just finished this. Highly recommend it." And then there'll be a conversation that carries on, a thread about the book, and people, you know, sharing their their feedback. And there's also blogs that review books, and I was very much involved in those conversations but I found that those conversations weren't actually happening in school and I felt like they should be in department meetings and in the staff room should be able to have those same conversations as well. But fast forward another 18 months and I do feel that I found some answers and I've got some strategies as to how a reading culture can be created and I do work at a school where I think they've Done really well at establishing and creating this reading culture. And when I arrived, that was something that was at the back of my mind. I had the impression of my new school, BSAC, that lots of staff were reading and I got this impression from conversations and following people on Twitter, but I thought I actually want to see for myself when I'm there, when I'm at the school, what it's like. So I'll share some of the things that we do at my school, but also um, things I've done at previous schools and what other schools around the world are doing too in regards to reading culture. I've created an infographic about this that I've shared on Twitter and I think I will follow this up with a blog as well just because it's so important for me now as a teacher I really I'm so glad that I work in a school that has a reading culture because I've spent a long time simply reading books on my own and then reflecting on them through writing book reviews but not really having these conversations about books And that's something that I really enjoy. And I think it's an important part of professional learning. So I've got a few strategies here. And the first point would be for schools to have a CPD library. Uh, This being a library of books linked education that teachers can access and I know this is easier said than done for some schools because there are budget constraints I've had lots of teachers in the UK message me say we'd love to buy copies of your book for all our staff we just simply don't have the money and I do understand that but at the same time you don't have to buy a copy of every book for every teacher um, you could just buy some and I do think it's a good use of the CPD budget I spent a lot of money over the years on educational books and it's fine I've been happy to do so but I think it's even better when teachers can have this in school we don't expect our students to you know well students do buy their own books um, but we we provide them with a library to create a reading culture so it only makes sense that if you want a reading culture in schools with teachers that you provide them with books but i think there's some things that schools can do wrong when it comes to a cpd library because it's all very good and well having a library of educational books but the teachers have actually got to read them and um the first mistake i think some schools make is allowing one individual to select the books and for me that's a no no i don't think that's a very good idea at all i think When creating the CPD library, that you should send something out, either ask for recommendations or, you know, what books have you read that you think we should get for our library? Um, What books would you like to read? Or maybe even create, you know, a a Google form or something like that. But get all the staff involved, get everybody's input. I'm very fortunate, I've been to visit lots of schools and I've seen lots of CPD libraries. And it's been fantastic to see these. And I'm always interested to see what books they have as well. And I remember one CPD library and all the books were there. They were not taken out. They were gathering dust. And all the books were really quite old and dated. And I had this conversation um, with the person who bought these books. And I'd said, you know, why aren't staff reading these books? And uh, I remember thinking... Actually, I don't think I would read any of these books because they they were quite old and outdated. And one of them, one of the books was all about learning styles. And that's been debunked. And basically, that person had just typed in educational books into Google and just ordered the books that came up without doing any research into it. Any research into what books might be effective or useful or, or were the latest books. So don't just leave it to one person get everyone invested, everyone involved, and keep updating your CPD library. And when you update it, let staff know as well. So that's a really important aspect. I went to, um, <laughs> to the library in my school. I love the library in secondary school, actually, and in the primary as well. They're just two really special places. I think they're beautiful. And I went to go and take a photo of the CPD library, and I said to the librarian, "Where's the rest of the books?" And obviously, people are reading them. And I was like, "Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> that's great, as they should be." So I'm unable to take a, a photograph of our whole collection because teachers are reading them. But I think that's fantastic. There we go. We've got a CPD library that is actually being used, is being effective. And if you're applying for a job. Or um, you're in the interview process this could be a question that you ask a school do you have a CPD library and then you could find out if they do have a reading culture if they do value reading and I know lots of leaders um, especially in Dubai there's um, a leader that I was speaking to not long ago actually headmaster and he always asks in interviews what educational book are you reading at the moment talk to me about it and he's very well read himself so he's probably read the book so he might ask some questions um uh, and but that's good you know that's good I'd love that in an interview for someone to say you know oh what book are you reading at the moment and I, I you know I could get into a great conversation well actually I'm reading this uh, a book I have been reading recently is um by Jared Cooney Horvath and that's about the science of learning stop talking start influencing and I'd love to have that chat with somebody and tell them all about the book. That'd be great. And I have said this, I did a presentation to teachers and I've said, if I asked you now to tell me about the book that you're reading or the last book you've read, would you be able to do that? Lots of teachers would, but there are many teachers who've said to me, honestly, Kate, no, I haven't read a book since my teacher training year or I've never read a book about education. And I was the same. After I uh, graduated, I qualified as a teacher. I was 21. I, I don't know why I had this terrible attitude. I just didn't think I needed to read. I, re- I did read books about my subject because I was teaching A-level politics and that wasn't my specialism. So I did, I did read subject-specific books, but I didn't read any books about pedagogy. I don't really think that I was aware of any books either because you don't tend to see many educational books in shops, they're mainly bought online and uh, I don't know whether it's because I was really young or whether I just had the wrong mindset and attitude but yeah I did go four years without reading any books i have been teaching for nine. So yeah, the last five years, I've read a lot of books and just something changed. And it actually probably came from seeing my deputy head teacher at the time. He was reading 100 Ideas by Ross Morrison-McGill and then sharing some of the ideas with teachers. And I then went and read that book. So, you know, that comes back to the power to leading by example, which I've talked about before and I'll talk about again uh, in this episode so I'm not saying you should read just for an interview but that would be quite embarrassing wouldn't it to be in an interview situation and saying oh no I haven't read anything in years Um, it gives the impression that somebody is not valuing their own professional learning um, or that they're, they're keen to learn and develop I think that's really important and as a middle leader if ever I was in an interview looking for a history teacher I would certainly want to have a conversation um about what they're reading so that's just anyway that's just some of the things and um, the benefits of having a CPD library at your school if you don't have one maybe Mention it to a senior leader. Uh, I did that in my previous school. I, I, I'd seen these photos online of these CPD libraries. We had a head of CPD. I said to her, I said, actually, this is a great idea. And they've got a CPD library now. So I think that's fantastic. And you can also do this um, at a department level. So I'm a head of department. I've got loads of history books here, hard copies. So I've, I've created a document and I've shared that. So the teachers in the department know that they can read these history books and that we have our own reading culture at a department level as well. So my first point, CPD library. The second point is about sharing and recommending. Because as I've said, reading culture goes beyond the reading. And this could be sharing books, it could be sharing blogs, you might have ways in your school that you do this, or even if it's just an informal email, or through having a conversation with somebody and asking them, you know, what are they working on, what are they trying to develop, someone recently um, spoke to me about how they're working on, um, you know, vocabulary instruction, I said, oh have you read the book by Alex Quigley, I said, oh no, I said, oh closing the vocabulary gap, that would be Perfect. Oh and actually I know we have that in the school CPT library. Amazing. And they're now reading that book. So there's lots of great things um that can come from these conversations of sharing and recommending. Um it's very, very useful. You can do that in a school or you can online, you know, lots of teachers will just say, Right, I'm looking to buy a book, any suggestions and people always come and say, Yeah, yeah, you've got to read this, this, this. There's always, you know, always people who are able to recommend. Now, my third point links in to lots of the things that I've been saying already. And I think in order to really create a reading culture, this is done by leading by example and leaders reading. And I mentioned that conversation I had with uh, the head of secondary in my previous school and all the strategies that I was doing. And on reflection, I don't think I was probably the right person to be trying to push and lead a reading culture, and I think it's great that I was doing that, and that I was a teacher and a middle leader leading by example, and I definitely had an impact because I remember recommending books, and I, I remember a colleague reading "Make It Stick and Why Knowledge Matters and all these things because based on my recommendations, but you know it was only a handful of people, and I think that's because As a middle leader, I think it needed to come from a senior leader leading by example. Like in my first school in Wales, where the deputy head teacher was reading a book that then I read. And the school that I work at, my deputy head teacher, Nigel's always reading um, books and linked to sharing. He actually shares every Thursday a Thursday read. And this isn't a book that he will share, he will just, um, a blog, an article. Uh, sometimes this will lead on to, oh, if you're interested in this, you could read this book. I've started tweeting this out. I must make sure I do this every week because lots of people have found this really useful. So on a Thursday, nida will email out something that he's read and that's great. And the other deputy head, James, he reads a lot. I went for a meeting with my line manager and he had a book on his desk. And uh, I said, oh, I've seen about that book online. And then we had this conversation about it. And I said, you know what, I'd like to read that after you. Let me know what it's like. And this is it. This is it with the reading culture. Uh, My head of secondary school as well. On my very first day, there were some welcome introductions and presentations. Uh, And I remember um, her speaking about a blog she'd read, very recently um, by Tom Sherrington and then she sent out that blog and I hadn't read that blog even though I'm familiar with the work of Sherrington so that was great and on my first day there were so many references to books and blogs and I just thought yes this school has this reading culture they're reading they're sharing they're discussing it the leaders are leading by example they've got a CPD library I was like this is amazing so, my final point, which I've already touched upon again, but I will just reiterate, is provide staff with opportunities to discuss and reflect what they have read. Now, you can reflect on an individual level. That's, uh, I found that useful when I wrote book reviews. Uh, that was really good, actually, because I'd make notes when I was reading And then I would share the review and it'd be helpful for other teachers. But discussions with colleagues, this can be in a department meeting, a whole staff meeting. Um, I know lots of schools, and this is something that I'm looking to set up and uh, we've been talking about. I know lots of schools have book clubs. And my friend, Alexandra Gordon, I met her in Hong Kong at a conference where the focus was the science of learning and Alex and, well, there was four teachers, four female teachers from her school, and they were presenting uh, a workshop. They were straight after me, actually, so they were in my presentation, then I stayed for their workshop, and they spoke about this book club that they've set up, and how they meet once a week, and they have a cup of tea, and they pick something, and they go away, and they read it, and then they come back the week after, and then they talk about it. Oh, well, actually, I use this in the classroom, or oh I didn't find this that helpful I disagreed with it and that's also an important part of reading as well it doesn't all have to be you know the glowing recommendations having some frank honest conversations as well and at that point I, and that was when I was trying so hard to achieve this reading culture I just was listening to their workshop and their presentation thinking I'd love to work with you imagine that every week having a cup of tea and that time to talk about something you've read and They gave examples, one week they looked at um, the Learning Scientist website and they had a look at the blogs on there and the materials on there. Another time they read Make It Stick, The Science of Successful Learning, um, which is a fabulous book. And they were talking about this. The book club has grown. It's just amazing. Alex does feature in my book because I was so inspired by her that when I wrote my book, Retrieval Practice, and I had case studies, she was one of the first people I contacted. And there's also the Evolved Trust in the UK where uh, I've been in touch with them because they were reading my book as part of their book club. So teachers had a copy of the book. They read the first chapter and then there was this journal um, that had questions and prompts for them to reflect on and it was really interesting because I asked for a copy of the journal and they sent it to me and I thought it was fantastic and it was great they're saying do you agree with Kate Jones here when she says this and Kate says this have you got an example of this in your classroom I would have loved to have been in that session to hear that feedback to hear teachers talking about my book um, but actually to hear teachers talking about any book it gets me as you can tell very excited so there's lots of these things that you can do a CPD library a great starting point make sure the senior leaders and that's tough if you're not a senior leader how do they lead by example but have a conversation with them too and say you know what are you reading and if you're listening to this and you're a senior leader and you read do you share that with staff do you share recommendations and even if you're not a senior leader you should be sharing share with the even if it's in your team whether it's uh, across your school share discuss reflect So hopefully there are a few things that you could implement. If there's anything else that you're doing in your school to promote a reading culture, then please do let me know. Get in touch with me. You can tweet me at 87history or get in touch on the contact page, love to teach 87.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love to Teach podcast. As always, it's short and sweet, but I think just enough time for me to talk about something that I think is really important and really interesting, that's what reading culture is next week I will be going to Bahrain to visit St. Christopher's School because they've got an amazing history department there they're actually teachers I've been following on Twitter for a long time and I've read their books as well and they have their own podcast versus history so if you're interested in history whether you're a history teacher or not you should definitely check it out also this podcast is in partnership with TM icons TM icons are uh, CPD events that are free for teachers and are organized by teachers and they 're also subject specific so they 've just announced that, that will be there there will be a TM icons science event and the tickets are now available for the TM history icons event that was the original event that I was involved with with Tom Rogers and There's also tickets for the English event as well. So if you want to find out more, see if there's an event in your subject, you can follow them on Twitter at team tm icons if you're in the united arab emirates there's also a very exciting teaching and learning conference taking place in abu dhabi this has taken place the last two years last year it was at cranley the year before it was at BSAC. so it's now in its third year it's going to be bigger than ever and that will be hosted at brighton college abu dhabi so I will share more information about that in upcoming podcast episodes. So have a lovely week and weekend and I look forward to the next episode.